Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtas Sukkah, Perak, Hey, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. The Motzi Yot of Arishan Shachag on the night of the first night of Cholamoid, which is the uh, the Motzi of the first day of Sukkot. Yardul Ezra's Nashim. They would go down to the Ezra's Nashim, which is the woman's courtyard. And they made a big arrangement there for uh, great benefit. That is, they built balconies in this Ezra's Nashim, the woman's courtyard, so that the woman can watch the celebration of b- go- taking place below. Effectively, they made a mechitza. This is a very fascinating concept because Rav Moshe Feinstein points out that there is actually a command in the Torah that the only things that you can add to the Beis HaMikdash are things that God commanded. As if to say, you can, a person can't come along and just augment and add parts of the the actual Beis HaMikdash itself unless it's part of the divine command. God commanded David and then Shlomo to build a Beis HaMikdash a certain way or... And that's the only way in which you can build it. So it says of Moshe Feinstein, from the fact we see they built an Ezra's Nashim, the fact they see they built the Mechitza, the implication is that a Mechitza is in fact biblically mandated. And that's, and he has a true about this, um, he wrote in, in the early days in a, of orthodoxy in the 40s or 50s in America, where he makes an argument that a mechitza in a shul is of biblical, uh, is biblically mandated, and the fact it, the fact he can, he can prove that with is the fact that the, it existed in the temple itself and it was added on later. Well, how can you add on later unless it was declared by a navi? And he says because it's biblically mandated to have a mechitza. Okay, very fascinating how he pulled out a halacha, made an inference from a mishnah in sukkah parakei mishnah beis, which just seems to be a simchas beisheshuva, but in fact he says reveals so much more about halacha. In this courtyard there were these. Great golden candelabras, and each one of these candelabras had four bowls on top of it. And each one had a uh, had a ladder going up to it. Okay, and then the pirichik kahuna, which are the young kohanim, would each go to the ladder. And their hands are pitched of oil that contain a total of 120 lug, that is 30 lug per pitcher, and they carried up these, the ladder poured into each of the bowls. Now, basically, effectively, they would take these young Kohanim, who were, didn't, weren't fearful, and they would be the ones to fill these giant candelabras with the appropriate oil. Now, where would they get the uh, wicks from? They'd go to the worn-out belts and pants of the Kohanim, and they would tear off strips and turn it into wicks. And from there, they would light the candelabras. And these candelabras were so giant and full of so much oil, and the wicks were so thick, that the uh, light illuminated not just the, the base of the itself, but every courtyard in Yerushalayim was lit up from these lights of the Simchas Beis HaShueva. Can you imagine the imagery of Yerushalayim in the days of the Second Temple, the First Temple, where there's these everyone singing and dancing and blowing shofar, and the, the water is being poured, and then these giant lights, and it's like a floodlights, where all of Yerushalayim can experience and look at the Temple and see the great joy taking place in the Temple. I wish you all a wonderful day.